We think bigger is better. It's not. In this case, the smaller the better. The smaller the niche, the smaller the thing you're going to teach, your confidence will explode and the ability to impact the exact people is so much greater. Welcome to the Dean Graziosi Show. All success starts right here. When I was falling back into those beliefs, one thing, and I, I didn't, I didn't have this strategy then, but now that I look back, what happened is when I started to narrow it down, and this is the part I want all of you to hear, as you narrow down your niche and what you're gonna teach, your confidence goes up and your ability for success goes up. We think bigger is better, it's not. In this case, the smaller the better. The smaller the niche, the smaller the thing you're gonna teach, your confidence will explode and the ability to impact the exact people is so much greater, right? So what I was thinking is, seven billion people, that seems overwhelming. But then I said, well, you know, for what I was teaching, I could only teach people in America. So that gets a lot smaller, okay. So now it's not seven billion people, it's 300 million people in America, but I don't wanna teach everybody in America. I only wanna teach people that wanna be in the car business maybe. That gets way smaller. It's like, not the car business because what I thought about, I, I can't teach anybody with a new car dealership. I don't know how to do the financing and work with Ford or General Motors or Honda. I don't know any of that. Oh my God, that's people way over my head, way different. So it's not just people in America and the car dealership, it's the used car industry. So I wanna help people in the used car industry, but then I started thinking, it's like, I, I can't help people that's got, that have like 10 dealerships or have sold thousands of cars. That's not me, I'd be a phony. I can't teach that. I just wanna teach people how to sell used cars and just do a few to supplement their income. And all of a sudden, it's getting smaller and I started thinking, okay, I can do that. I could teach the first person, somebody to do their first car, maybe do one a month and supplement their income because I know how to do this. But then I realized when I was really broke and didn't have money, I came up with one unique strategy that really helped my life. And I don't know, who in here has ever traded in a car? You had a car, you go to buy a new one, you go to trade it in, right? Whoever's trade that car in with your hands up and you're frustrated on the amount of money they gave you, right? They give you a price, you're like, ah, oh, right? I, so what I did is back then before Craigslist and before eBay and, and cars.com, before any of that existed, what I did is I started running ads. And my ads in the classified paper said simply this. If you went to trade your car in and they gave you a low price, call me first. And all of a sudden I started getting all these calls and somebody said, my, my truck's worth five grand. They only offered me 4,500 or 4,000. And I'd say, okay, give me, give me two weeks to try to sell it. I'll try to get you the 4,500. And I would go market with classified ads and other ways for 5,000. And I'd sell that car. I'd make $500 in the middle. The seller was happy. The buyer was happy and I made money. Why am I sharing that with you? I'm not teaching you how I did cars, but that took the niche all the way down to this little tiny dot. It was that dot right there. So I went from 7 billion people to people in America, to the car industry, to the used car industry, all the way down to the tiny dot of just helping people make a little bit of extra money by using this strategy to flip cars and some stress. And when I did, oh my God, when I did, everything changed. When I did that, my confidence went through the roof. When I did that, I didn't feel like I was an imposter anymore. I knew that if I had new people in a room, 
If I could get people to read my course, they just want to make a little extra money who weren't in the car business, not in the new car business. Oh my God. Then I sat down every morning and I was writing for that person. You guys feel that? I was talking to that person. I was writing headlines for that person. I was creating chapters and exercise for the new person. If someone was in the car business for 20 years, they probably would have laughed at my course, but that's not who I marketed to. And when I did, here's the crazy part. I got done with the course. I was obsessing on the logos and the pieces, and I, did, I had to do an infomercial. And the crazy part is I had no clue. I had no money. I didn't know where to start. Um, but that infomercial shifted my life. But I want to tell you, the first, long story short is I, I didn't know how to even produce a show. I was literally watching Tony Robbins' old infomercials, and there was somebody called Carlton Sheets out then on an infomercial. And I was watching both of those, and I said, I'll just film somewhere in the middle, and, and I'll do it from my heart. And like I said, people say, why did you go on infomercials? They're kind of cheesy. It's like, because there was nothing else. We couldn't just go on social media, which you're going to learn some of those strategies over the next couple days where you can identify your ideal client. We didn't have that luxury. I had to use credit cards and, and borrow money. And I mean, a, an infomercial back then, even cheap, you're $100,000 in just to see if the offer works. Think about that, right? We can get clients today for free through social media. So th I, I tell this story too. Um, I'm doing this now. I create the course and I'm... I, get the money, and I hire a production crew to come film my infomercial. And I told this story, maybe you have someone who loves you like this in your life, and it's my sister loves me dearly. And I remember a time where she drove up from Virginia, and literally we sat down like an intervention. It was like I used to drink, and then I went back and started drinking too much, and the family sat down to protect me. My daughter, my sister sat me down and was like, I love you. I'm so proud of you. I can't believe all you've accomplished from where you came from. We came from nothing. You did all this, but now you're crazy. You're going to lose everything. You're a fool, right? Because she was scared for me. She wasn't trying to hurt me. And all of those things were happening. But when I narrowed it down, when I knew Tony Robbins served and shifted my life, when I knew there was people out there that could do a few cars a month or one a month or a few a year to supplement life, I knew I must. Hey, it's Dean, and I had to jump in here real quick and make sure you're already registered for the Own Your Future Challenge. What? If you're not, you got to go to ownyourfuturechallenge.com right now and reserve your free seat. Myself, Tony Robbins, and 14 other guests over five days, about two hours a day, for free, are going to pull back the curtain and show you how to thrive in these uncertain times, how to enter or scale inside the digital economy, the information age, you do not want to be left behind when the world opens, and we don't want you left behind. This is one of those once-in-a-lifetime opportunities where all of us are coming together for free to share with you these capabilities. So what do you got to do right now? Go to ownyourfuturechallenge.com. Reserve your spot. Secondly, send a link to a friend. Get an accountability partner. Third, you should pretend you paid $5,000 for this because in any other world, you would. That'll make you show up with pen in, pen in hand, ready to take action. This isn't some rah-rah session. This is an amazing five-day challenge to inspire you, to motivate you, but also give you the tools and the tactics to thrive in this virtual digital economy. I promise you, if you've never thought about it, you want to be there. If you're in this industry, you must be there. Ownyourfuturechallenge.com. We'll see you on May 11th.